right, so welcome everyone to another episode of Some Days Today. Bola Dina. Black is king, and I'm representing right now. I'm king. You sure are. I sure is. You sure is. Okay. So, where are we going to start? So, let me set the stage. We're here to talk about Black is King. Beyonce's work. We're probably going to touch on her body of work. How consistent this woman has been in the past, I would say, at least seven years. I, I love mean, me I'm, some Beyonce, too. You know do what I'm you? Saying? Come on. I'm not a... Um, a super fanatic i'm not I, I, i'm not a member of the beehive per se uh-huh but yeah she's uh you can't help but the um you can't be a human being as far as i'm concerned listen to beyonce and not feel the power okay so th that's actually a good segue because let me just say i'm not a part of the beehive either i don't think but clearly i appreciate beyonce like you said i'm gonna qualify how much of a fan I am by also putting it in perspective. Let me say, real recognize real. So I can recognize a great body of work. I can recognize someone who has consistently been putting in work at the level that she has been without net. Cause I feel like the, the, the beehives and whatever they do, they are a committed bunch of folks who got time. I don't have that time. Matter of fact, I didn't even know she released Black is King until a day into remember i told you i was like i feel like something happened <laughs> and you're like well yeah beyonce released a new album and i was just like but and and to be fair the reason is because i'm really not plugged plugged into um social media or media in general for the most part i really just do my own thing so i do miss a lot of things so when things break i miss it but clearly, the minute somebody said Beyonce released something, so I may not be a beehive all the way, but I already knew I'm gonna have to stop everything I'm doing the rest of the weekend to fully take in this work. And of course, the weekend spilled into the week because I've been jobless for the past three days, just reveling in all of Beyonce's greatness. Anyway, so, so that's me setting the stage. I had no idea the woman released an album so and I caught wind of the fact that um, Beyonce released the album. I already knew I was gonna be spending my whole weekend. My weekend was had been hijacked, and I was okay with that because I knew that Beyonce's work is one which I have to consume at least six or seven times for me to feel comfortable with it. That's just how I. I mean, I probably watched Homecoming. I don't know how many times. Lemonade countless times like I I have to consume it I have to be obsessed about it I have to rethink pieces I have to really digest the content so so I knew that was what was going to happen um honestly in short masterpiece I don't know what else to say it's a masterpiece now there's a whole lot of other stuff that's been said that we can talk about but Tell me what your reaction was when you, I, I don't think you really took it in like I did, when you half watched and listened to um, Black is King. I don't even know what half watched, what does half watch me? I don't know, I do what, whatever you did, whatever you did means. was half watched. Uh, well, <laughs> what you did was full watch. Okay, so I, I'm in the same room, uh, watching the same TV, but I half watched it. Okay, um, well, 
I did not. I mean, there is a couple of things that we discussed. Like as as far as the um, entertainment value of it, I you know I don't think it compares to a lemonade. Like the the songs were not, from my perspective, as entertaining. Interesting. Um, they weren't as you know just pure hitting. And I mean, we discussed this too uh, off the off the um, air. But you know, I mean, for me, it wasn't like oh this is just this is just hitting me. Like, but I understand the cultural value of it, and I understood it from the beginning. And saying the cultural value of what's happening, and it's, it's it's more than just entertainment. So I think that was the intention. Like I. I before I even like, so I did know that it was going to be dropped um, at, at midnight me? Pacific. Um, I believe that I did, and I kept on mentioning it. <laughs> and um, I believe that I said, "Yeah, we're gonna watch Like His King." Maybe you had no Maybe idea you didn't what say I was, was talking Beyonce. about. Yeah, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. So I was the one saying we're gonna watch it multiple, multiple, multiple times. So you felt like it was a cultural piece, so the entertainment value wasn't there for you as much. Right. Interesting. Okay. Um, I beg to differ, but I guess maybe I can center, I, I actually think the music is amazing. Um, I think it's beautiful. Um, but maybe it's also because I have an ear. You cannot beg to differ. It's my opinion. No, you can, true. you're right. You can say, oh, well, I, I felt differently, but. Yeah, I, I differ on that point that the entertainment value was not there is what I'm saying from my perspective. It's always my perspective. Um, but that's fine. So before we even get into the content, the music, um, I am curious as to why. I felt like it was a cultural piece. I didn't know what it was. So you felt like it was going to be that from the beginning? No, I felt like that's what it was. I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't know what it was going to be. I mean, yeah. So let me tell you how I experienced this. Listen to it as usual. I knew that I was missing a bunch of things as it was playing because there was just so much to it. It was so visually rich and stunning. It was almost too much. There was just so much going on. You know, the costumes and then the rapidity at which it was constantly being changed and just the the volume of it and the scale. It was a lot to take in. And I knew that a lot of it had specific symbolism, relevance or even connection to the um the content that was being discussed that i was like oh my god this this is like i'm gonna have to do a whole study of this album that's how i felt the weight of this project from the beginning when i was watching it so i was like okay this is gonna be like an exercise for me but i welcomed it uh but really when it ended honestly i was in awe because i was just like and I remember telling you this, and I actually felt like everybody felt this, which it wasn't until the evening, because I was like, I was like, I was enveloped in the whole message she was creating. And I actually thought it was so obvious and it was so real, but apparently not, because clearly there's controversy, <laughs> you know, that's emerged a little bit prior and since. Um, but really my sentiments were, and it's funny that Tyrese posted a similar message <laughs> that we were watching. I was just like, wow, Beyonce must be tired. This woman has got to be tired because for me, what I saw in her or what I see in her is a woman who is putting the weight of a whole culture, a whole people on her back. 
and dragging it forward. That has got to be exhausting. I, I can't, it's got to be exhausting. And I was just, I, I was in awe of just the masterpiece for what it was, the excellence, the content, everything. But then I could not help but just feel empathy. Like I was just like, wow, how exhausting to be you, for you to feel this calling. Because I know there's certain things that I want, that I may have in my space, in my heart, or my soul that I want to bring forth. It's never been to that scale. I mean, we all dream about doing things or whatever, but the magnitude of the art that you are bringing forth, not only in its like practical sense, but the, the symbol of it, you drag it, it's, that's a lot, that's a lot. And I really just felt like just great empathy for her. I was like, Beyonce, I, I mean, I've never felt this much respect for Beyonce. And the reason being that, yes, you know, we can talk about, because even while we were watching it, I was like, you know what? The only thing that I can probably speak to that this does not do is it, it's not necessarily innovative as much as is a continuation of the discussion from her cinematography perspective you know in terms of how she presents her work it's very much reminiscent of lemonade from my perspective um so it's like you know the, the art piece in terms of how it was shot is not necessarily different but i think the 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 fashion made up for it the 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 you know the scenery the content everything else made up for all of that but it was a lot it was a lot I could not I was in true reverence of her like I if I was not a Beyonce whatever they call themselves before at this point bona fide whatever they I, I don't think you can Beehive. be bona fide because you don't, I don't know, know what they, they call, call themselves, themselves. You can't I'm, be a I'm a new initiate I'm a new I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna have to be what they call those I'm gonna have to be hazed I'm gonna have to be tortured but at this point I'm ready for it Beyonce is king. Forget everything else. <laughs> Forget black is king. Beyonce is king. At this, like you got this. You got this. And it was like this was the feeling and the sentiment that I couldn't really articulate. And I remember I was reveling that I was so beautiful. And fast forward to when we were watching the Tyrese thing, and people should go watch Tyrese's video when he was just like, "I'm speechless. <laughs> I don't know what just happened." Basically, he was saying, you know, I just watched this whole video. I don't know what just happened to my life, but it will never be the same again. <laughs> there was life prior to Blackest King and life post Blackest King. And that's exactly how I felt. I was just like, I can't. This is this is a masterpiece of work. Okay, so for me, um, you know, going back to the idea that... Uh... So it didn't hit me as powerfully as it did you guys. Um, clearly, you and Tyrese. I saw the Tyrese thing. And me and Tyrese. I was like, uh, and obviously a ton, ton of other people who are not known to me. Um, but anyways, it didn't hit me as powerfully. And I think there are multiple reasons for that. And it's not that I couldn't feel it and understand it when it was explained. And I also agreed with it. But I also, you know feel like part of the reason why it didn't hit me as powerfully is because I feel like what she is doing is essentially picking up what is being done already 
and putting it on her back because of her stature. Okay. She can she can do that. Like um, the burn the the people that she put on her album are doing this already. They are like I mean we've discussed this as well. And the night that you bought this up because you had the um, the watching with you know your A friends. Bunch of girls, yeah. And you know you had to basically bring that perspective to them because I think they also felt like I felt it was like mm, you know it's, I've A seen lot of this done before it was and a that sort of thing. Reaction that people and had so, to it. Yeah. Um, you know, so you know when you bought this up, like I could understand your perspective, and you had to um, to to explain it, and I and I agreed. But again, from my perspective, like I feel like um, a ton of the people that she bought onto her album have been doing this they have the, the the face painting and all those other things the you know um burner boy bringing back that um fella feel and all that stuff and and us even talking about how there is a level of it that is more like a stagnant piece than a contextual piece whereas like you can see the whole entire so then i think that's part of what the 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 um not objection but I, the um critique has been it's more like you know i i see that piece and, and part of it not all of it i think a lot of what the, the critique is, is is just pure hate and um lack of understanding but um i think there's also part of it that is a stagnant um piece whereas there's context and layers that's added to some of the th- stuff that we have seen um being done in afro beats right now where you can see the actual country and how it is currently being lived and appreciating that, and so um, I, I feel like I've 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 seen much of that, and so for me, what she the value that she is bringing is her stature, and saying okay, I see what you guys are doing. Let me let me lend you a hand, mm-hmm. and uh, let me I feel that I appreciate it. I love it, and not only do I love it, I feel part of it, and um, I'm going to do my best to bring you guys up, and I, I think that needs to be that needs to be. Um, Commended, lauded, appreciated, and all that good stuff. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. okay. So, um, what's the word? It's not a backlash, but you know, like an um, mm-hmm. a consequence that you did not expect. And I think what's coming, you know, what seems to be rearing its head from the visual album is that people are forgetting that this is about the music, and music to me is very much about. The content, okay. the lyrics. No Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think because it was such a revolutionary thing for her to drop fucking 14 music videos all at once for, you know, when she did Beyonce or whatever it was. And then she followed it up with, um, you know, Lemonade. And she's been, she's been presenting her work through this lens for some time that I think people forget that this is actually me like she is a musician she is presenting content through her work and she is presenting she is a philosopher through her work and so so when people talk about how well you know the face painting has been done and a lot of the people who critique this particular work africans which we're gonna get to later because i i have i don't even know if i have the patience to even address this right now, but I do want to put the work in its proper context. Before the visuals and everything else, this woman is a poet, she's a philosopher, and she is um, upholding or creating a new standard 
for which we should be viewing ourselves as black people. Forget any other visuals that comes along with it. Like if there were no music videos, if these were just words on paper, this would be powerful. The content. And I think what I implore people, because I've had a couple of conversations and all I had to say was, you know, the message, the, 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 the historic and momentous sort of messaging and refocusing of where we should be kind of um, putting our energy as black people. I think that whole thing got lost in the visuals for a lot of people. So now we're like, well, you know, she's not the first one to do this or whatever. But really what Beyonce is saying, by the title itself, Black is King, she's saying we're not, we're not, we're not having these conversations with nobody no more. We're not sitting here. There was a quote that I wrote and they say, the true unfortunate function of racism is distraction because you're having to constantly basically assert your humanity from the work at hand, which is for you to manifest, to bring forth, to create and continue to push forward whatever God has placed on your heart as a people, as an individual, but for you to waste time talking about your right to exist. And that's really where we find a lot of us, you know, when we talk about Black Lives Matter, not that it's not an important concept, and not that black people don't need to talk about equality, diversity, and all this other stuff. But what Beyonce is saying is, we're not talking about this no more. Ain't no argument. Black is king, period. We are here. Not only do we matter, but we are royals, royalty. And, and I think that's an important shift in the discussion. And I think she does this constantly repeatedly over and over is the same thing she did with lemonade because at the time and, and i mean just in general you know we've always talked about how black women are the least loved the least protected you know people look at us and like oh yeah well you know your pain don't matter as much as everybody else and she presented and, and sort of sharpened the focus on you know just black femininity and and the power the, but also the humanity that we can have you know, all at the same time. You know, we can sit here, we can be your backbone, we can back you up as a black man and all this other stuff. When you cheat on me, I may have to cut you by the same time. Listen, I'm weak. Like, I need you to step up because, you know, and we can, that was a redefining of black women, you know, and presented us as ratchet, beautiful, um, vulnerable, powerful, sexy. We could do all of this on our own if we needed to, but ultimately we need you type of thing. That's a redefining of the conversation, not, hey guys, please look at us. You know, we're still black women out here. We still matter. And she does that repeatedly. She did that. To, she did the same thing with HB, with homecoming. And what I was trying to say, you know, before is that Beyonce don't got to do nothing. Beyonce can show up, you know, and all these people are, you know, asking her, hey, we want you to grace our Coachella stage. We want you to grace our Super Bowl stage. But every single time, she, redef she redefines the conversation. So when you talk about, well, you know, everybody is doing this, you know, you know, the visuals and all this other stuff. I feel like Beyonce, she, she, she is not regurgitating the same concept. She's not sitting here entertaining the idea of black relevance. She is sitting here affirming black dominance, which I think is, is, is a shift. It, it is like that, that's a huge shift. You know, we stand here trying to matter, Black Lives Matter, and she's like, nah, man, we, we've moved on. We moved on from this conversation. We don't let them, we don't tell them we matter. At this point, we no longer having this conversation. 
we moving on. So for her to be able to walk into the studios of Disney, I mean, I remember when I was like, wait, I'm sorry, somebody's album is called Black is King and somebody let that slide, particularly Disney. That is bold. Like the, how she crafted the whole thing and then the content in each of the songs, I think superficially you could look at it and be like, oh yeah, you know, it's so cute. It's for kids. It's, you know, Lion King and everything. But if you analyze the content, which really this is what it's about, it's music. Nah, I think second to none. I don't know anybody else doing this. Shifting the perspective. So this is where I want you to focus and I'm going to bring all of mainstream you know, media, people, pop culture, whatever culture, international culture, everybody. This is where the spotlight is going to be now. And it's going to get the backing of some white people because they're going to push this message. Hmm. I don't think anybody else doing this. Let's be, let, I mean, I don't know. You let me know who. Well, nobody is on Beyonce's staff. So <clears throat> let's be clear. Um, when I was responding, I didn't, I don't disagree with. You called it content. I don't know that necessarily that I would call it content because I'm not, I mean, if you go into the actual words that are being said, I think it's intent for me. Um, I agree that the intent there is, and I, I feel like that's what I said, like she's giving people who are doing this a hand and saying, here's what the conversation should be about. Let me elevate it mm -hmm. to this level of stature, to this level of global visibility and it's because she and, and obviously it's you know it's because she feels like that that's what it, it's it's um it, that's what she wants to do that's where the conversation should be so she has an idea she has a vision so i'm not arguing that at all so my, my point was not to say that she's not doing all those things because i agree that she is i agree that she has especially since she has started to open up like you know people talk about this when she was with her father you know they had this carefully crafted image and nobody really knew she was and I don't know if it's because of the times now we have more access to people you know because um, recently we were just watching Michael Jordan who gave us in um, the last dance and the, you know a little peek into his life and I felt like I mean this is this is great like back in the days you didn't know who he was but maybe it's because of the times maybe because of more access but the more authentic you can be the more that we can see that you're human the more that we like you and I remember when she did that piece on HBO thinking, wow, I think that was part of, I don't even know if it was before that, but it definitely was like, okay, I really like her now, mm -hmm. you know, but I remember thinking she was really afraid of releasing that mm -hmm. because she was like, oh my God, I'm exposing myself. And I, I truly get that, that feeling is so interesting for somebody that of that stature to be afraid of exposing themselves. But there was I felt a scene like, where she had to get at her people yeah, for and, not and coming I, through. And she, you could tell she was feeling comfortable because the cameras were on her. But she had to be like, listen, we're not going to compromise this art. Y'all got to come through. So, yeah. So, yeah, I just felt like ever since then that, you know, giving us access to her thoughts and her mind. And this is part of the whole entire evolution. This is where I want to go. So I definitely agree that this is her vision. And she, and so for me, it wasn't that I dis. It's it's definitely not that I disagree that this is her vision. It's not that I disagree that this is what her intent was, and not not that she is creating an agenda and pushing the culture along. But for me, the the question was why, or for me, what I was responding to is whether or not I was um, as impacted. Mm -hmm. And the reason I was not as impacted is because it wasn't necessarily new to me. So what I was seeing wasn't new to me. 
but again, like I said from the beginning, like I feel like the cultural relevance, the cultural impact is definitely big. Mm -hmm. So, so you're saying from a maybe visual, but maybe even like a sonic, you know, if we were to use Afrobeats perspective, it Mm -hmm. wasn't necessarily new to you. So it wasn't like a like a mind blowing experience when you listen to the music. Right. Gotcha. Um. Okay. I mean, I could see that. I could see that. I think. Um, I, I think the reason why, when I listen to a Beyonce work, and we probably should do this in general for all artists, because I'm sure all artists have a perspective that they're pushing out there. But I think Beyonce's is so definitive that it requires you to really just take pause. You know, I think there's a lot of music out there in general that seems to be regurgitating the same thing. So even if sonically Beyonce's music sounds kind of like the next Afrobeat and maybe even somewhat subpar, depending on, you know, if you're a true Afrobeat enthusiast, you know, I, I don't think it is. I think it's right up there with... Um, you know all the other great music that she's either put out or that I've heard from other Afrobeat musicians, and and I think it's probably more of a amalgamation, you know, of um, Africa meets African American culture. Um, so maybe it's it's in in its own lane, you know, Beyonce, um, you know, Afrobeat, Beyoncefied, or what have you. So it's you know from that perspective, it's somewhat different. Um, but I guess I just don't really listen to Beyonce from that perspective and maybe that's why um i was able to fully immerse myself into it and fully see the whole picture that she's trying to paint and i still feel like and i've probably seen it about four times now i still feel like i i don't really have a full grasp of it i need to watch it maybe another four more times (laughs) to truly understand it and you'll see like even yesterday after seeing this i was like i'm gonna have to go back and watch some of her other work just to be able to put it in context because I'm like this just seemed to be so amazing I was questioning is this coming out of nowhere you know and you know watching her other work I can see the growth but I feel like she has finally fully stepped into her own and maybe as a result of the Black Lives Matter movement or maybe Trump being in office I don't know what's going on but this was a year in the making I think it's I mean this is a representation of how she feels personally this is my opinion obviously I haven't had a conversation with Beyonce in a minute minute. (laughs) but my feeling is that you know this is like a representation of what she wants the legacy she wants to leave for her children that's just based on you know my feeling it's like we're black and uh or beautiful and and it's almost, there seems to be such an urgency to it even like she's like I'm not having no more conversations like we're not doing this <laughs> I need y'all to understand and she even said that it's funny I watched the documentary um, you know kind of just trying to understand her mind and um, and part of what she said which I felt came through loud and clear here was oh no maybe that was lemonade I don't remember but basically she was just like listen you know, there's so much going on that you can get lost as an individual. But this is the time for us to step into our greatness and understand that the only thing that can limit us is our imagination, is yourselves. And she said, at this point, I'm kind of basically letting go of all of that and stepping into, you know, and pu- stepping into my greatness, but trying to push as far as I can get. 
And I urge everybody to do that. And she basically said, that's what I'm going to be doing. And I was just like, babe, you're doing it. <laughs> you are doing exactly just that. And there's an urgency to me that I felt like came through, which is why, you know, even like the title Black is King was just like, I, I, I just need y'all to understand. I don't, I'm not trying to water down any message. I'm not trying to do that. We, we, this is where we are. This is what the conversation should be about. This is where we need to be focusing. And this is what I'm going to be serving up. Y'all can come on the ride or not. But this is what I'm going to be doing. And I felt like it's coming through in every, like all of the pieces, you know. And obviously, you know, that's also part of the theme of Lion King in terms of, you know, you, you know, you've always been a king. You got lost. You know, you're a prince. You got lost. But it's time for you to come home. The kingdom needs you. Go ahead and occupy this space, you know. And I thought it was so that, um, you know, the message of the Lion King is so, um, almost kind of like so akin to the message in the story of um, African-Americans and that which, you know, African-Americans have been grappling with, you mm. know, who are we? You know, how did we get here? You know, but the message is you are a part of great people, you know, you can find your way home. Even if you can't see it right now, it's there. You got to dig in you know and you can occupy that space and i feel like african-americans you know definitely are delivering on that yeah you know, occupying you know, that space. and she's really just, urging that let message me just say along that it's not just african-americans so um and i want to say this too because you know for those i'm i'm you're nigerian yes quote unquote Ain't no you were, bo Ain't you no were born in Dallas. And the reason I, I'm saying that um, for a specific Babe, you're reason. You're not going to water this down. I'm, I'm saying long. this for a specific reason. Okay. And the reason I'm saying this is um, we're going to touch up on this, but I know that we're going to um, delve into a little bit more. But there are people who, in on the continent, born on the continent, I, I presume, who knows? I don't know their background, but people who have critiques on. on um, you know what she's doing and saying like she's exploiting African culture yes. for her and it's kind of like I, I don't do, do you do not have the power to take away my Africanness no, it's just because you're on the continent nah. okay you do not have the power to take away my Africanness and so if you go and you have a child and this is what in the US does that make her not African anymore are my kids less African than they are this is crazy this is retarded so I'm, I'm saying <laughs> so she, this is her story as far as I'm concerned she she didn't decide I'm going to give up my Africanness her story you know having Simba'd her way out of Africa to the US and trying to find her way back is no less African than anybody else and she can tell it the way that she freaking feels and from my perspective you know I think um, a lot of uh, people don't recognize that not just African Americans, this is why I say this because I'm not, I was born in Haiti and this is the case with every person in the diaspora who was stripped of their identity and their, um, you know when they were taken as slaves in their, in their um, history everyone has been looking to reconnect back um, from time indefinite, like there's been many movements, Marcus Garvey was a Jamaican you know, the whole Rastafarian movement was born out of the entire need to or desire to, to, to reconnect. You know, back in the 70s, we were wearing dashikis and all that good stuff. We, you know, the civil rights movement was always associated with the free, the, um, the liberation movement that was happening in, in Africa at the time. And there was always that that desire, that longing, 
And so, you know, the thing that that is true about the African-American um, experience at the time is that they happened to live in the most powerful country. And so they were the most visible. And um, and so they were the most visible. And so there's, there's, there's a reason why. You know, not only because the truth is that African American culture permeates the entire world. Like Japanese, Chinese, all you know, we're able to do a lot of things because we're just cool. You know what I'm saying? We bring the cool. And so I'm using myself as an African American interchangeably, but because I feel like that's my culture. But that said, I just. But essentially, I, I, that's an African culture. African people are just cool. That's true. So. I mean, it, and it's being. It's being reflected in the clothing and the vibrance and the colorfulness yeah. and all that good stuff. And, 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 and not just colorful in, in clothing, but colorful in behavior and mm-hmm. conversation. And so um, the thing is, though, with the African-American culture, because they happen to be part of the most powerful nation, they had the more the most visibility. And even then, you know, you know, the Africans um, and everywhere else in the diaspora were looking towards like there is a um, sort of... Um, um, I guess a, a, a gravitas that African Americans carry amongst African Africans and around the world because mm-hmm. we happen to uh, to occupy that space. Mm-hmm. But the truth and is, I feel like really, well, I think it's really probably what what it is. Yeah, like because you access. happen to be in part of of the um, you got more the resources, more. The access. But that's also why the Afrobeats sort of phenomenon is amazing because you're starting to now see Africa in its element. And if right. it was more resources, and that's that's the point yeah. I'm trying to get to. So. Um, so the thing is that um, th- that with the African American culture and what um, I think Beyonce is doing, and this is what I want to speak to, is is the significance because I don't think you know, and I and I and I know that you are articulating it, but I I think we need to articulate it for the Africans out there who are being cr- critical, or even African Americans who just don't really understand it. We didn't get it. Like yeah. what she is saying is. Listen, I hear you bubbling up, Africans, that we have always been like trying to connect with, and I'm loving it, mm-hmm. and I'm putting that on the agenda because mm. I am at the place where I can do that. And now I'm saying, if you see that, here's your opportunity because of what I like, because I'm what I'm trying to do, here's your opportunity to take that and run with it. I'm not, I can't do everything on my own, but I am doing what I can. And the significance of that, I think, needs to be understood. You know what I mean? That's how real this album was for me, or this whole project. The, 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 the definitive nature of it was not to be questioned in any way for me. So when I started hearing questions, and the first part of it was from my African-American sisters, I actually was more empathetic towards it because I was like, oh... Okay, maybe it's because I'm African. Because I could see the culture. I got the language. I got the beats. I got the references. I got the artists because I know the artists. I got the little, you know, um, the little nods here. The the unspoken sort of content that's in message that's being conveyed. So I was like, okay, well, all right. So I could see how maybe you may have missed it. So that's either going to be... Uh, uh, you either gonna jam to this or you not. So if it doesn't hit you at that level and you don't have time to be take, you know, looking at the content and everything, maybe it's just not for you. So I could see that, um, particularly African Americans missing it. Um, at least maybe not missing it completely, but it not resonating the, to the level that it resonated with me. Mm. But I was sure my Africans were gonna get it. <laughs> I was sure. 
What is there not to get, people? This woman don't gotta do nothing. That's what I was saying. Listen, Beyonce is Beyonce. This woman has projects being thrown at her feet. She don't gotta do nothing but go collect those checks and go home and watch her babies. That's all Beyonce gotta do at this point. She don't gotta do nothing for nobody. Matter of fact, when Beyonce chooses... Yeah, and this is, just real quickly, I want to say that this the idea, like, people were talking about for her capitalist ways and she's trying to make money. Like, first and foremost, I believe that combined they are a billion dollars. Let's say, for example, they're, they're billionaires. Like, let's say, for example, she's trying to go to two billion, whatever, how many billions that she's trying to get to. Um, do you really think she needs to use the African story to get there? Like, she couldn't come up with another lemonade. Like, she can't come up with another topic. Like, all of her loyal followers are just not going to go in and be like, okay, Beyonce came out with something. Like, like seriously, she's doing... Like, you really think, when you make this argument that it's about capitalism, that this is about capitalism? So, so let's just put what the critique is. I mean, there's so many that I, I you know, I was like, after a while, I was like, you know what, y'all got me. I'm, I'm done. I can't. But one of the many is, you know, she is appropriating. Is that, is that the word? Appropriating African culture mm-hmm. that she herself doesn't understand and then making money off of it mm-hmm. um, in the context of white gays. So there's like a, a bunch. There's a lot there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So there's the white gaze component. So basically you, you um, tap dancing for those white people. <laughs> um, leveraging your African people, misrepresenting their culture, all for the sake of capitalism. Mm-hmm. If that were the intent, that would be one... If, if that were truly the intent, first of all, they cannot ascribe intent to somebody they have no idea. So, you know, like now you're just going to ex- tell her exactly what she intended to do. From, but... Second of all, there is nothing from what I understand unless they can point out to me where, you know, the, the, the data points that they're using to say that this is her intent, that they can then go and say that that's her intent. From everything that I can see, first and foremost, that was not her intent. Secondly, even if it, even if she was truthfully just looking to make money. She does not have to use here. She doesn't have to use it. So I mean, but whatever. That's that we can discuss the other elements of this of of, of the accusation of, of the I, I don't, I don't criminal elements. So so cool. It's so. Let me tell you. So once I mean, the first thing I just need people to understand is Beyonce. At this point in Beyonce's life, she ain't gotta do nothing but wake up, collect those checks. And go back in mind, Sir Carter, Blue Ivy, and whatever the other girl's name, Rumi. That, that's all. That's that all really her business. Her, did you just make up her name? Is that really her name? Is no, it that's, Rumi? it's Rumi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm more of a, a, a Beyonce, whatever, <laughs> than Certainly. I thought I was. Mm. Um, those are the three things Beyonce. That th- those are her three business at this point that she got in mind, raising those kids up. Beyonce doesn't got worry about you and your broke ass. Especially not Africans. Like, what are we talking about? I think she said that. I'm, I'm so unbothered. I am beyond unbothered. I'm sitting I'm here so cashing checks. Why you stay? What was it? I'm so unbothered. Why you? You, you stay, stay in your hey, struggle. You stay, stay. Stay in your struggle. She said, "Stay in your struggle, girl. Stay in your struggle." And that's the problem. See, Africans. I mean, I was so, I was beyond flabbergasted. Number one, not only did this woman take her time 
Disney came to Beyonce. They said, we want you to do a soundtrack. And she said, ah, this is an opportunity for me to not only showcase black people and the beauty and the complexities and everything. I'm also going to go one step further and goddamn feature a bunch of black artists. Music that y'all ain't never heard. And we're going to make it about Afrobeats. We're going to make it about this moment. There are a good five or more songs on this album. That's like 30%. That Beyonce didn't say one word on. She didn't say one word. T was Savage got the stage. Um, Burner Boy got the stage. Wizkid got the stage. Like she literally played backseat to these people on her album. These people who in their wildest dreams, you probably would never have thought Disney was going to have you. You gonna you were gonna be on uh, on on a soundtrack for the Lion King, and being pushed by Disney. That's like some things dreams are made of for artists. Mm. Beyonce said, "You know what? Y'all can have my platform. Go ahead and do this. I, I I'm good. Go ahead and do it. You know." And these people created music. It elevated Afrobeats mm -hmm. to a level and got it to. Like to, to be so mainstream to a point where people that y'all didn't even think would be listening to your music are gonna be rocking it, jamming to it. So she did that. Yeah, I want. I want to also say, listen, um, this whole idea. First of all, I, I have an, an an issue with the whole concept of appropriation to mm. a huge extent. To be quite quite honest, like maybe it's because of what the understanding or what their true definition of um, appropriation is and maybe that's that's what it is perhaps you know if if it if the definition is you're using the elements of the culture and not saying this is where it's from for me then I can I, I get that because you know you're saying because from you're saying I'm just going to basically appropriate which is basically steal mm -hmm. and pretend it's yours like mm -hmm. it's it's uh, plagiarism it's um you know copying and not giving credit mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and so I get that because I'm sitting here doing my thing, you go and steal my idea, you know, steal my my uh, creative idea. This mm -hmm. is exactly why we have you know patent law and all that good stuff. Copyright, mm -hmm. you didn't credit me. But let's be clear from my perspective: copy being copied is also a form of flattery. And from my perspective, it is part of the soft power that you know people are putting out for their culture. It's like here's the reason why people want to be like Mike. Michael Jordan and they want to dread their hair in Japan because the culture is spreading out so the idea that other people are doing that and by definition that means it's a bad thing to me is just limiting yourself white people are selling their culture everywhere okay and so why should I say this whole white gaze so now I want to make money and you know what the only people I'm going to make it for is just you two you few people over here. Like, why should I not be able to sell my culture and my art everywhere? And the minute I do it, instead of saying, especially since it's, I'm, a, I'm attributing it, I'm giving credit to where it's from. The minute I do it, it's a problem. Like, now I'm, I'm doing it for white gays. So because because I should, I, with, the, with, the, with the status that I have, I should be like, okay, I'm closing the doors to everyone else. Let me figure out how to make sure that this doesn't get out to anywhere else. Or... Is it that I should just not make any money off of it at all? I think it's that, you know, in that, you know, I think people think Beyonce, I, I don't know what it is. I, 
quite frankly, it probably is similar to what you said in that people just feel like they got to say something negative hmm. because, you know, if you agree that this is truly a masterpiece, how are you standing out? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you actually got to say something because you're trying to stand out. That's part of it. But I think the other part of yeah, it is they should I think, feel like... They should, in fact, thank Beyonce for making themselves relevant. relevant. It's like, damn, thank you for yeah, giving me something you, to talk you, about. You basically are the one who's appropriating at this <laughs> point, her moment, you know. Yeah. But I think also, though, if, if we were to consider the, the criticism as valid in any way, then you're actually offering yourself, your culture, your perspective as inferior to other cultures and other perspectives. Meaning... So a lot of what I've heard some people, Africans, my fellow Africans say is, well, you know, you sit in here rocking white paint on your body. That's not what we do. Quite frankly, there's a whole bunch of Africans who actually practice traditional religion, who, 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 who practice Ifa, Yoruba and all these other whatever. And some of these religions have now sort of gone international. You know, there's um, Santeria. I, th- I think it's in Cuba or Brazil. Some of those, um, you know, forms of Yoruba is being practiced. Even Yugoslavia. Mm. Like, these people make... Just like people go on pregnancy. I mean, the whole like, entire this is a, Africa this is, a is practicing Christianity. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so like, why is it okay, okay for you? You sit here every day. You go to church and you go practice somebody else's religion, somebody else's culture, and you okay with that. But then Beyonce wants to sit here, paint her body, represent a, a religion, a culture that... Quite frankly, a lot of Africans practice, still practice, and this is the same religion and culture that white people have worked so hard to stamp out. Yeah. And she's sitting here saying, nah, nah, nah. Wait a minute, people. <laughs> we think- got this culture. We need to shine some light on this. Mm-hmm. And, and she is validating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, validating I- it. And y'all got issues with it. Yeah. So I, to, to bring the point home that you were making, like somebody, and you said this to me, that somebody said, okay, we have grown out of that or something like that. Like the, oh, yeah. The yeah. Somebody like, said, well, we've evolved, we've evolved out of what, out painting of our faces. Painting our faces. And now we, we got skyscrapers, yachts. And I'm like, where? Where okay, are these yachts? Besi- in Africa? First and foremost, beside, beside <laughs> Maybe- the... Point one percent of the population who got these yachts? Zero zero zero. What are we talking Um, about? But but that's beside the point. Like I mean, most of the most of the U.S. doesn't have yachts all over the place, and like the U.S. has two coasts. And then there's a whole middle part where it's freaking farmland, the flyover country where most people aren't doing none of that shit. But whatever. The point though is the idea now that you have just said, you know what, we are, we are, we have yachts and buildings and whatever the case We've may be. We've beyond evolved beyond that. And animals yeah, it's, in our backyards. It's a, it's a commentary on your discomfort with yourself. Yeah, it, it's a commentary on your, um, yeah, on your discomfort with yourself. It's it's kind of like you have to evolve to become more like white folks. And now, first of all, you don't want us to be, you know, what is it? To the gaze of white folks, tap dancing to the gaze of white folks, but then you want to be like, here, I want to be more like them because that means we've evolved. People asking for representation. You know, when we look on TV and all we see is white little girls, it doesn't. You know, we need to affirm who we are, and she literally is like, "This is who we are," Mm -hmm. and y'all got issues with it. Mm -hmm. It's what I'm saying. Like this, what I had to stick a step back on and realize is, we need help. Like we are beyond confused at this point. And I was talking to Nubia earlier. I said, this is what, let me tell you what's going on right now. You're lost in the sea or in a jungle somewhere. And you praying to God, please just send me somebody. 
you know, I just need somebody to come rescue me. Here comes Beyonce. Oh, you want representation? You want people elevating your art? You want people affirming who you are? And you want it to be presented in all things beautiful? I'm here to do that for you. And you ain't even got to pay me for it. And we sitting here. Oh, no. No, God. That's the devil right there. Please send me some real help. Send me some. Like, we, we, we're confused. Mm -hmm. You can't even understand beauty. Cultural advancement. You can't understand affirmation. You can't understand, you know, when your children look at Lion King, this is what they see. Blackness. Black elegance. We're not showing hoods. We're not showing the ghetto. We're not showing struggle. We're showing elegance, beauty, culture. Yeah. And y'all got issues with that. And so a, a couple of things that I want to say on this one. So the first is that you know a lot of so the argument is you know like there's the quote-unquote wakandification mm -hmm. of africa like the whole idea that we have um you know you know like we, we like all of africa is yeah. a, a certain way like you know they all dress in a certain way and that sort of thing where there's you know a lot of uniqueness a lot of layers that is not being um talked about they they're trying to like first and foremost i want to say well, I hope you appreciate that more than the image that was being shown before all over our TVs, where it was like a nickel, a nickel a day, flies. swelling bellies, everybody flies all over and you're hungry and everything. I, I hope you appreciate the one where it's like, yes, it may not be buildings and yachts, but it's like regal. It's beautiful. It's art. It's 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 beautiful people. It's strong people. And such and a then, gotta do this. And then, Beyonce don't gotta do this. And and then more more than anything, first and foremost, like one person is not required to tell ev the whole entire story. Nobody goes in and gets up in arms when there are movies about Greek gods. Okay? Or nobody gets upset when there are movies about Greek gods and painting Americans medieval as a certain times. way or whatever, medieval times, whatever the case, or dragons and all this other stuff. Nobody is saying, I don't know what kind of thing they would call it, uh, uh, um, Westerification. <laughs> Westeros from, um, from uh, 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 Game of Thrones. Nobody has any issues with that. But then we go and we paint ourselves in a way that says, yeah, we're beautiful too. And instead of saying, okay... I like that you're playing this role and giving us a positive light, giving us, as Beyonce, giving us a stage. I'm going to take that and run with it. I'm going to mm -hmm. put that on my back and run with it. Now what else can I do? Now let me show you the other parts because now I, gotta, I, got, I, got, I got people watching. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of saying that, you want to go and hate. Again, because, and this is the thing, like when you, this, and, and I think hopefully, you know, the, the, um, the, the 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 chatter is so low that it doesn't rise to the level that it impacts or affects Beyonce at any point because there are a lot of people who are loving it mm -hmm. and I hope that's the only thing that she's hearing because the truth is that it's so much easier to sit there and complain and say and feel like you've done something and be like oh I'm relevant because now I can say here's how I'm going to approach it in a way that's different and I'm going to be part of the conversation. And so instead of saying, okay, I see what you're doing. Here's how I'm going to add to it. Here's the value I'm going to bring myself. Instead, you're just going to go and break shit down and, 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 and instead of taking what is given to you. And that's the sad part because mm -hmm. the truth is that you have been given a gift. Take it. Run with it. 
And that's just that. Like, stop complaining about all this stuff. Nobody cares about Wakandification because that's just one aspect. You want to tell the other ones? By Step all up. means. And I actually felt like she actually... And that's what I'm like. Did these people watch the... 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 The, the, the movie from start to finish because she actually did show various parts it wasn't all body paints you know she showed the city she showed mm-hmm. regular life she showed you know rural life she showed women yeah, she and their struggle like like she she showed lots of different parts of it mm-hmm. and it was never from a place of dearth or or a struggle perspective mm-hmm. it was always from a place of beauty and I think the reason why I this resonate you know I always talk about growing up I you know in Nigeria I would go to my grandparents village ne- and it was they lived in huts mm. I've always seen it as beautiful mm. yep. so you what always, does this say you about always you? say that that's one of the best parts of your life like best parts of, I love I can't like when I think when people ask me you know growing up you know what would you be, what experience are you most thankful for for experiencing mm. it's always that and we're, and that's why when I look at you know like how Africa has always been presented I've never bought into that narrative because I'm like no I know no I don't know what you're showing or what narrative you're spinning on top of this I know these people mm. these people that you just show you know with a fly in her mouth mm. cool boy you know in the neighborhood that's about to start break dancing to michael jackson you know and people are going to be giving money to and he's going to run into his little hut and come back and be eating it like he's having a good old time that's who these people are like i've never bought the narrative of just because you don't have material things don't mean you're poor it just didn't it never made sense to me because i've always seen it the other way and i think that really is what we need to question as people is the idea that who we are because there, there are lots of Africa that is this and it's okay mm. this is how we present and how we present does not always have to be from a Western European perspective mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be that we live in high-rises that's just somebody's perspective of mm. how the world could function Asians have their own perspective on how they choose to you know come together and their civilizations so just because these fools don't come in to tell you that this is less than you've decided to buy into this story don't mean it's actually fact Mm. and what you're doing is helping to tell that narrative actually that it is less than Mm -hmm. and i've never seen it that way so that's actually why so when i see all of this beauty that beyonce provides Mm -hmm. i'm in awe Mm-hmm. Constantly, I'm always in awe because I'm like, finally. So when you're saying they're talking about, well, you know, we got bridges and skyscrapers. Number one, where? I mean, not to say that it doesn't exist. <laughs> Is that the norm? Hello, people. Let's be for real. It's not. It's not the norm. But the gag is that's okay. It doesn't have to be the norm. It yeah. doesn't have to be the norm. Like we don't. This is not a spectrum of, you know. You know, we, we're, we're being led from huts all the way from... Nah, it doesn't have to... You can envision this world in whatever... And paint it in whatever color you want. And it is all okay. And the, and the thing is, though, more than that... Because for my... Okay, it, it is okay. But it is also okay for you to say... Okay, this is where we're headed. But the idea that... To say that this is where we're headed... And this is the progress we've made... That means I gotta take down somebody... Who is actually doing something to help... Is the real issue... From my perspective... It's like... 
this and that. Yes, do that. Thank you. Yes. People are now saying, oh, Africa looks good and all that good stuff. Okay, now this. Now, now let me add to it. Yeah, let, let me tell a different perspective. Yeah, let me now focus, or even if it's not tell, who do, like, let her do the telling. Okay? Who can, and then, you know what? They're sitting there wakandifying Africa. Okay, it hurts you how? Mm-hmm. Okay? Why don't you then worry about how to help yourself? Worry about, it's so easy again to just sit and complain. Like, how are you actually helping? Mm-hmm. Go, go, go help make the things that you want happen happen and, and shut the hell up. And that's the trick. And number one, that's why, I mean, we're all human beings and we could say Beyonce is well resourced. Yes, she, she is. She got lots of money. But if anyone has ever seen any sort of behind the scenes, like Beyonce literally, like after she got twins, in two, three months, she lost weight to go perform on Coachella. Like, do you, do you remember the diet that she said she was on? One nine but water and juice. This woman is putting in work. Like, when you see the behind the scenes of how everything comes together, she's getting at her stage managers, the, the video people, and all this other stuff. She's doing the choreography. Like, she is putting in work. She has an idea in her mind. And when these things finally are presented... You could sit here. I mean, there are lots of people like, well, you know, artists don't really do anything. It's other people who are doing it. No, but this is this is what's in this woman's mind. And she is doing whatever is necessary to bring it forth, which is a lot of work, a lot of work. It doesn't matter how much money you got. It's a lot of work to present that type of art piece. And for you to not forget everything, even if you are like a superstar killing it in these streets, you should still be able to recognize the greatness that she's done. Talk less of if you're not even doing 1% of what she's doing. You may, you better ask yourself what you should be doing. Because that's why every time I see Beyonce's project, I'm just like, okay, yeah, I got to get it together. That's it. I mean, ain't nothing else. Gots to get it together. That's it. She just need to send some money my way. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, anyways, um, in wrapping, I mean, it's. I think it's unfortunate, and I really like you were saying. You know, I hope these are just little, um, you know, like like just gnats, kind of just talking, but it doesn't really bubble up to mm-hmm. her. Because how ungrateful would we be for someone to really just put out what she just did? Like, you went to Disney and told those executives, I'm going to do a project and name it Black is King. I wish you would question me about it because I'm about to take myself and go somewhere else. <laughs> Beyonce doesn't got to do that. Like, she literally said, on the backs of everything else that y'all are producing, I'm going to do a project called Black is King and y'all are going to be okay with it. Even if she didn't do nothing else, the fact that she named this album Black is King, gangster. It's fucking king. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Like, what are we doing, people? Mm. Fall in line and bow down, like she said. Mm. Bow down, bitches. Bow down, bitches. Ain't nobody got time for this. Is, what, what are we doing? She's done too much. H-Town Vicious. All right. So, anyway, this was good, but well, uh, thank was. you, th- thank you, Beyonce, for getting us straight. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the work that you are doing. Mm-hmm. Thank you for putting us in the light that you are putting us. 
Thank you for continuing to share your platform when you did not have to. Mm -hmm. More than anything, thank you for the constant reminder that ain't no conversations about relevance and we matter. We're not doing this no more. We're dominant. Yeah. Thank you, Jay-Z, too. I mean, what I did. I mean, he did something? He's married her. He's a supportive husband? He's a supportive husband. Okay. Whatever. And he's done a, a lot. Jay-Z is... I mean, his... his Jay-Z, so, one more question. This is a whole completely different um, topic, but Jay-Z is basically um, the black man's, um, in America... Flight. Um, paragon. Like, he's, mm. he's, he's, he's the people black men look up to. Yeah, yeah. No, no. The two of them... <sighs> Ain't, ain't no question like we can't even I, I can't even be bothered the two of them somehow they found each other they are explosive they are exploding all over America and the world and I'm just grateful for it What I, one question before we close out because now that we spent all this time talking about the haters and really I'm looking at Africans y'all gotta get it together because I'm done this is ridiculous this was a moment for us to come and just be thankful you mean continental Africans continental Africa. I mean, wh whoever is hating. I honestly, I don't even know enough about those who are hating because, like I said, I'm not plugged into the media. So I'm hoping this is just some small chatter that doesn't really rise to true level of anything. Beyonce done did it. She brought you all along. Let's just be grateful. Period. End of story. Anything else we got to say about that? No. Now, back to the content. Um, what was your favorite piece? Well, it's, it, it's, we, we did that. We're, we're, we're closing okay, out. Let's just quickly talk about your favorite piece. Cause we, there wasn't. You didn't have a favorite. I mean, that, this is not true, but uh, my favorite piece is probably the one with Tierra Whack because I was a oh. big fan of Tierra Whack from a long time ago, um, yeah, yeah. which my daughter realized and pointed out. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Tierra Whack. That's Tierra Whack. That was good. Um, I but obviously, but I mean, but there was tons of other people in there too. Loved um, my power. That's my power. Oh, that Tierra was Whack, that's yeah. Was no, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, that yes. was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, there was also that uh, South that was, African. My power was hot. Yeah. Yeah. Was that South African. Um, I got to go back and, like I said, I really need to just study this thing because it was amazing. Really liked um, uh, Juga, Juga, Juga. Uh, what's his name? Burner Boy. It, that is going to be my mood outside of Mood Forever, which is my top favorite. Brown Skin Girl was great, but I feel like we don't heard it. So it kind of like is part of me now. So yeah, but you know what? The video actually, uh, it, I heard it and it's so interesting. And I don't know if, if it was actually because of the video, but I was feeling it. Um, the video? Watching, yeah. No, the video was hot. All was the videos feeling... were hot, to be honest. I, I wish we could do a whole different episode on the visuals. I was just feeling it. And I remember when you said it, it was like some, some Indian person was like, she felt, felt. And I just felt... Like, for whatever reason, it was like, wow, that is really powerful. I'm telling that you, right I now. wish we could, we probably should do, I feel like Beyonce should be a whole curriculum in college. Jesus. Do you understand? Like, this is how powerful, I don't know, what we studying? Like, we studying Greek mythology, whatever else we studying, irrelevant at this point. Every black person needs to do a, a full study of Beyonce and her body of work, particularly Black as King period every black woman should study lemonade obviously because listen as a black woman i mean i'm gonna have to save this conversation for my girlfriends lemonade but black is king i think that is necessary study material for every black 
person. We need to be like just taking in all the think pieces, everything, the visuals. You got to understand it. Beyonce put in work. Um, but yeah, so the visuals, second to none. I mean, I can't even say enough about it. It is amazing. Because unless we got somebody else that we could say is on her, this woman's level, ain't no more conversation. Now, but the what, content... I mean, you're talking about status or you're talking about doing um, the kind of thing that she's doing? Because content. actually... The content is on every single song is amazing. Mood Forever, for me personally, is going to be my mood forever. Mm. I mean, I'm about to get a tattoo. I, I don't know. Like I, I said, gotta... I actually think Burner Boy um, does a really good job. He does a good job, too. He does. He does. I... But obviously not on her status level. No. Beyonce is taking... Let me tell... Burner Boy, mm. I think, does a really good job. I think he speaks more to the plight of Africans, maybe Nigerians, you know, mm. continental Africans. And I think that resonates... I don't even think because Burner Boy does more of a commentary and maybe he does serve up sort of um, like he has somewhat of a visionary perspective of this is what, what you should be doing. We're not having this more. We're not talking about this no more. I'm here to let you know this is what we don't. That's why like all like when you look back and look at her body of work, like even Black Parade, someone just called out, you know, if you read the content of Black, the lyrics to Black Parade, which she just released. Amazing. If you look about all, if you think about all the stuff that she's done with the Super Bowl, you know. So if you asking Make me what's my up. favorite, I loved all the songs. <laughs> favorite by far, at least for now, is Mood Forever. And I wish y'all would just go and listen, digest, analyze, because if y'all, if we not on this as a black collective, after pushing Black Lives Matter and we done done a whole summer of Black Lives Matter, going into the fall. We need to be refocusing our energy on mood forever. That's that's what we don't. If we can match those two energies, black people are gonna be unstoppable. Mm. That's it. That's all I gotta say there. Be well, all black right. people. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Be well. Um Bola's tribute. Um love affair. Um unrequited love affair. How do you know it's unrequited? Alright guys. So Thanks again for listening to Some Days Today. We appreciate you. Please, everyone, if you haven't listened to Black is King, do yourself a favor at this point. Kind of like Tyrese was saying, just do yourself a favor. Go listen to Black is King and let your life be changed forever. Forever and ever. Forever, ever. Forever and ever. Forever. All right. Peace out.